we all know about laws of kosher. Laws of kosher really involve every piece of food, every food item that we consume. Why? Because if I take a perfectly kosher piece of bread and I cut it with a not kosher knife, I cannot eat it anymore. If I take a kosher piece of meat and I warm it up in a not kosher frying pan, I cannot eat it anymore. It's not kosher anymore. So that's why laws of kosher are complex and uh, they, they involve everything that went into preparation of the food, both ingredients and how it was made, which utensils were used, and so on and so forth. But if you will look at the very basics of the laws of kosher, they are primarily about meat, because we are allowed to eat only kosher meat. They are about fish, because we are allowed to eat only kosher fish. And they are about mixing meat and milk. These are three primary areas. Now, let's look at the spiritual side of the laws. We follow all the laws because God told us that these are the rules of our lives and we have to live by them. But on top of it, God also gave us some inside information, some background story. And these are the Kabbalistic reasons for the mitzvahs that we have to follow. So, for meat, in order for an animal to be kosher, it has to have two signs. It has to have split hoofs and it has to chew up its own cud, which means that, it, first of all, it has to have hooves. A cat is not a kosher animal because a cat doesn't have hooves. Cats only have paws, so it has to have hooves, and the hooves have to be split. Some animals have hooves which are full, for example, a horse. So now we see that this is one of the signs, and the other sign is that they have to chew its own cud, which means it has to have multiple stomachs. We know that a cow has multiple stomachs. That's why it always, even when it's not on the field, it's chewing something because it brings its food up and then puts it in the next stomach and then brings it up again and so on and so forth. So what do these things mean in spirituality? Earth is the foundation of everything material. All physical things either grow from earth or at least rest on earth. And this is our physical life. Now, so who's is something that is separating this animal from earth, which means there is a separation from materialism. We are a little bit higher. We are a drop above the material world. So then if you would say we are a drop above the material world, we have to stay there. We have to be as removed from this material world as we can. The Torah says, no, no, no. It has to have split hooves. Split hooves means there is an opening in his hooves. We have to have a connection to this physical world. We have to be above it, but we have to have a connection to it. What does it mean? If you are above something, means you are not controlled by it. I'm not controlled by what I'm above from. We are above the physical world, which means we are not controlled by it. We have to understand that sometimes this physical world might seem overwhelming, and it might seem that it dictates us what we have to do. So the answer is, we are above it. We are not controlled by it. If I am in hierarchy of my business above someone, I am not controlled by this person. I control them. And that's number one. But number two, we are above this world, but we have to be connected to it. We cannot completely remove ourselves from this world. We cannot say, you know what, I'm going to live on a mountain and meditate all day and it will have nothing to do with anything physical. It's not true. I have to have 
my physical involvement in this world, but I have to know I'm above it, which means I'm telling it what, what to do. It's not telling me what to do. That's number one. Number two, chewing cud. What does chewing cud mean? When, when we hear a new idea that we need to think about, what do we say? I need to chew on it. I need to chew it over. Chewing things over means that I don't absorb things from around me right away. If, if something is given to me, it doesn't mean yet that I can eat it, I can take it and eat it in its original form. I need to chew it. I need to work it through. I need to make it, first of all, absorbable for myself. And second of all, I have to see if it's, uh, if it's suitable for my consumption. Many things from physical world, many ideas, many uh, thoughts, many feelings are questionable. We need to chew them over. We need to see if, they, if uh, we really should be consuming them. This is as far as the signs of kosher animal go. So first of all, it means that we have to be connected to the physical world, but we have to be removed from it. We have to be above it. And if we need to absorb something from the world around us, and there are very good things in the cultures around us, but we need to think through very well if, if it's a good thing that we are learning from them, that we are taking from them. And now we come to laws of fish. So the laws of kosher fish is that fish supposed to have fins and scales. What does fins and scale mean? Fins is something that allows a fish to propel forward. We need to be always moving forward. Scales is something that protects fish from the influences of the world around, of the water that it lives in. So this is why the idea is that we need to be always moving forward. We need to, we need to progress. But on the other hand, in, as we progress, it's very easy. As we go into deeper and deeper waters, it's very easy to just accept whatever they have to offer, to, to be affected by your surroundings. That's why we, we need to have scales that are making us have thick skin. Scales that make us be able to withstand the pressures of the waters around us. And this is what makes us kosher people, kosher Jews. This is the, these are the rules of our relationship with the world around us.